Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Business Podcast, supported by the Digital Greenhouse. I'm Amanda Eulenkamp and each month I'll be speaking to the local entrepreneurs using the island's innovation hub, either to help get their ideas off the ground or as a base for their work. My guest today is Madhvi Harshad, founder of Madagascan-inspired online boutique Suava, which means to do good and to be well. Madhvi was born and grew up in Madagascar, but has swapped one island for another as she now lives in Guernsey with her husband. With Suava, she has brought a little of the rich craftsmanship of her homeland to share with her customers. It's really interesting to hear about Madhvi's story, so sit back and enjoy. We actually met last November as part of the uh, Guernsey Press Entrepreneur Week um, promotion, uh, which was done with Digital Greenhouse. And I interviewed you then when you had the pop-up shop in Smith Street, which was lovely. And for those people that don't know anything about you, um, you sell the most amazing products from Madagascar, don't you? Which is your home island. So tell us a little bit about your journey and what made you start the business. Um, so thank you, Amanda, um, for inviting me. And so yes, I am Madvi Arshad. I'm from Madagascar, and I live in Guernsey for almost two years now. So yes, I started this uh, business, Suava, um, because uh, just because I wanted to help uh, the people um, from my country. So um, as I said, I'm from Madagascar. I was born in Madagascar. Um, then I studied in France. Then I came back to Madagascar because after my studies in Europe, I wanted to go back to my country and help, I mean, help the economy in, um, in any way possible. Um, so I'm an accountant, so I worked in accountancy there, but then I had to leave Madagascar because my husband was here in Guernsey. So when I moved uh, to back to Europe, um, I had the choice to continue in accountancy or to do something else. And I decided to, yeah, to, to, to still find a way to help um, uh, the Madagascan economy. So this is why I started Suava. That's fantastic. And actually, for anyone starting a business, when you have a full-time job, especially something in accountancy, which is pretty well paid, it's a big decision to give up that monthly uh, salary, isn't it? So I can see you nodding on that one. So just tell me what was, you must have been fairly confident right from the start that Suava would take off. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not easy to leave your nine to five job for the entrepreneurship journey. Uh, but um, thanks to my husband, we had that, I mean, that that chance to, uh, I mean, I had that chance to do what I really wanted to do. And um, my goal was more about helping people and find a way to showcase uh, all these beautiful products that we have in Madagascar. And uh, even though entrepreneurship is not easy at all, um, I found myself 
as um, very lucky to because starting a business usually it's like very difficult but starting a business in Guernsey is exciting and I and I think it's like easy also because people are so um, helpful and there are like so many um, yeah organizations uh, which can help you through all the process such as digital greenhouse so yeah so just tell me a little bit how did they help you we'll talk about the products in a minute and what they're actually what you know the sustainability side of the business but with digital greenhouse um, they've obviously got the building where you can pop in and you can pick up help you know speak to people you can hot desk there which parts did you use um so um when i came in guernsey i wanted to be an entrepreneur but from an accountancy background it wasn't that easy to know from where to start and they proposed that uh saturday's boot camps so it's like one day of training uh, where you can you know um work on your ideas and your market and your uh yeah your business plan so it's intense it's like a one day boot camp but it's so helpful because at the end of the day I, so i went there and i had no idea about like how to start my business is it going to be um, a limited company or a sole trader so i had no idea but at the end of the day i had like so much knowledge about the um, the Guernsey uh, audience, uh, the um, kind of like company that I wanted to open and the market and... And actually talking about the Guernsey audience, I know when I interviewed you last year for the magazine, you talked about um, the Guernsey community was very different. In fact, I'll, I'll um, quote from here. You said, reaching out to the different communities in Guernsey was tough, but Suava proposes a range of products to clients from food products such as honey and jam to lifestyle products. And he said, Guernsey is small, but believe me, very diverse. So we had to use different channels of communication. So you, I know you looked at social media, you looked at the Guernsey Post, obviously you used our uh, newspaper magazine and word of mouth. So uh, I, I love this quote here. He said, I had to make people trust the Madagascar story. And if we talk about a little bit about Madagascar, but you talk about the rich culture, the heritage and craftsmanship that is omnipresent in Madagascar. Tell me a little bit about that background to uh, to all the heritage there and why it is so important to support those people. Well, um, as I said, um, I was born in Madagascar, but I am from... Um, I have like Indian origins, so my great-grandfather came to Madagascar a long time ago from India, um, but I consider myself more African than Indian. Uh, that country is so um, welcoming, and um, I don't know how to explain that, but um, it's it's a country where people are so kind, and even if you don't belong to that to that place, once you're there, you feel like home. Uh, so I always felt like this in Madagascar, and um, unfortunately, Madagascar is one of the poorest countries in the world. Um, so th- there's like a huge uh, difference between the um, the different diasporas and. Um, the economy is not that good. So usually in Madagascar, uh, when people leave Madagascar, like students, students like me, 10 years ago, they don't come back. They will uh, 
do their studies in France because it's um, it's it was the French Madagascar was a French colony, so people f speak French. So usually um, students will just move to France and study there and live there. But I didn't want that. I wanted to come back to Madagascar because I wanted to give back to Madagascar what Madagascar gave to me means. Um, the the culture the uh, the kindness the all these beautiful products that we have like uh, these fruit products but also the artisanal uh, art art craft sorry um, so yes I want to, I wanted to 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 come back to Madagascar and do something for this country but then uh, for love I have to go I mean I I moved to Guernsey and once. Once in Guernsey, I still wanted to find a way to help this country. And this is why I decided to just bring all the products that I used to um, use in Madagascar, but here in Guernsey. So I wanted to show to Guernsey people that, hey, we have all these beautiful con uh, products in Madagascar, all these natural and ethical and sustainably made products. Yes, yeah, so talking about those products, I mean, we, we talked a little while ago about honey and uh, the jams that you've got, which I remember seeing in your pop-up shop, and you've also got soaps, and but you have all sorts of things, that you know, like the beautiful marketry pictures as well, which are stunning. Um, was the shop just a one-off? Because I know you have an online business. That's the main thrust of your company, isn't it, nowadays? Yes, so I have, an, I have that online store, but I realised that in Guernsey, um, people are more um, connected to all the offline businesses. Um, so, yeah, if you, if you go to London, nowadays everything is online. You can order anything you want online on your phone. Um, all your, like, you know, technology is everywhere. But what I realized in Guernsey is the fact that people need that human connection. And that pop-up um, shop experience was so great for me um, as, as an entrepreneur because I was able to explain what I'm doing, where the products are from, and it's like so important for the customer uh, to 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 see the products, to taste the products, to understand the story behind. And um, I realized that Guernsey is very like you know focused on that offline part. So one of my um, uh, aim this year, for example, will be to more f to focus more on the offline events than the online promotions, such as the Sunday um, markets or any other pop-up shop um, opportunities. Okay, that's fantastic, because that's actually really interesting to hear that. When there's, you know, historically across high streets across the UK, there are now empty shops, etc. So to hear you say that you actually want to get that physical presence again is lovely, because you can't beat, as you say, tasting, tasting the honey, smelling the gorgeous coconut products that you had, because I do remember those lovely skincare products. And also something I didn't know until I met you was that... Um, Madagascar has, I think it's 80% of the world's raffia. Well, that's where 80% of the world's raffia comes from. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you've used that, um, you've, you've purchased bags, haven't you, made from the raffia. So um, do you go back and actually quite regularly to source the products or how do you do that? Well, um, I 
only work with producers that I personally know because um, Rafia, as you said, is omnipresent in Madagascar, but there are like so many ways to work with Rafia. And I work with producers who um, work with their Rafia in a sustainable way because... Um, For example, one of our producers, uh, Pog Pog, only works with uh, raffia, which is made uh, with Wecotex uh, dyes. Um, and I, um, so I don't often go to Madagascar, but I, I'm like always in uh, contact with all the producers that I personally know. They are Before being my producers, they are like my friends because I used to, um, yeah, as I said, used all these products back in Madagascar. So I do, I, I never, um, I won't propose any products that I am not 100%, um, how do we say that? Happy with. Happy yes. with, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they're products that you use yourself, aren't they? You said that, they're products that you've used. But tell me about the marketry, because that is superb. And, and for anybody who hasn't seen it, I obviously go online and check out Madvi's store, because they are absolutely stunning. Thank you. Well, um, so marketry, it, it, it's very strange, because when I came... Um, Sorry, when I started Suava um, and I introduced marketry to the um, to the to Suava's audience, people were like, "Oh, like what's that? Is it a painting? Is it like drawings?" And I was like, "No, it's another form of art." And even uh, during the pop-up shop, when people came, they were like, "Oh, this painting is beautiful." And I was like, "No, it's not a painting. It's a marketry artwork." So that process is just so unbelievable, knowing that people from small villages like like remote places in Madagascar work with wood to create these artworks it's just unbelievable and I had the chance to meet them again um, three months ago I was in Madagascar so I went to the village where they create all these marketry artworks and I saw the process and um, knowing that one artwork can take between one to three months It's just um, impressive. <laughs> it is, and I, I mean, that time scale is amazing, isn't it? If you think about that, three months, it's obviously reflected in the price and they are works of art that you would hang on to forever. They become real um, family heirlooms and all sorts of things, don't they? So for a very special occasion, exactly. go, go and get one. That's fantastic. Um, do you find much similarity between Guernsey and Madagascar? So obviously I know topography-wise, they're not the same. But you, you mentioned about young people leaving the island, studying away, and that's a, a, something that happens here. You know, people go off for their tertiary education and they don't always come back. And, and you know, there's talk about the older demographic in Guernsey. What would you say to people who've, who've moved off island? Would you, how would you encourage them to come back? Because it's obviously a good place to set up a business. We know all the... Um, things about the expense of living here, housing, etc., etc. But I think the good far, away, far outweighs the bad. 
Yeah, and uh, I mean, Guernsey is so beautiful. I fell in love with this island. I didn't know anything about Guernsey two years ago when my husband said that, uh, okay, um, I live in Guernsey. I mean, he's been here for more than four years. Uh, but when he said me, to me that he lived in Guernsey, I was like, where's that? Is it like uh, a city in the UK? Or, and he was like, no, 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 it's an island. So when when I came here, I directly fell in love with Guernsey because um, it's 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 like a little paradise. People are very nice here. They are very respect respectful, and um, you you feel even if as I said, even if you don't, if even if you are not from Guernsey, you will feel like you're a part of this community, and they won't like they won't judge you. They won't um, criticize you even. Even if you make mistakes, for example, I don't. I mean, when I came here, I wasn't even able to, to, to say three words in English, and uh, it was like a real struggle. But people here just helped me, just encouraged me to, yeah, to learn English, to learn their culture too. So, I would say that Guernsey is a safe and beautiful place uh, where you can yeah definitely uh, start a beautiful life and especially a family life more from madfi in a moment over the coming weeks and months we'll be hearing from lots more local entrepreneurs who have benefited from the digital greenhouses help if you've missed our previous ones, then you can listen back to our health entrepreneur, Daniel White, and Warren Major, who is a leading light in the local production industry. Make sure to hit follow or subscribe on your podcast player. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. Our thanks to the Digital Greenhouse for their support. Let's get back to the interview. Where are you now? You know, when I interviewed you last year, um, you were about a year, I think, into your entrepreneurial journey. It's like just thereabouts. So we're, we're what, six, eight months on. What, what, what's happened now? I know you talked about going more perhaps offline, but how important is the online business? And do you sell outside of Guernsey as well? Well, yes, because um, we have the Guernsey, the local uh, audience, but we also have the online audience, which is more... Um, focused in France and other uh, European countries. So the online activity is important, but the the local one is, I would say that the local one is more important because um, it's not always, you know, easy to ship uh, products from Guernsey to the rest of the world, especially uh, since Brexit. Um so yeah, the the the, the activity so our activity is going well, but um, my aim, as I said, for the next months and um, yeah, for the next months and years, is to focus on the um, the British uh, market. And just tell me a little bit about what Suava means. Does it have a special meaning for you? Um, yes, yeah, Suava means um, in the in the in the Madagascan language because like. Madagascan language is so we have like so many dialects dialects dialects. yeah dialects and uh but generally suava means uh doing good um good vibes um for example if you're traveling um 
uh, in French, we say bon voyage, means like have a safe trip. Um, in Madagascan, uh, Madagascan, we will say, um, in Malagasy, sorry, we will say suava dia. Suava, like good, dia for journey. So, yeah, suava means doing something good, like good vibes. What tips would you give to uh, any up-and-coming entrepreneurs? I mean, you've mentioned to me work ethic, commitment, opportunity, and having good people around you. Um, and you said there's a common African saying that says, alone you will go fast, together you will go far. So just tell me a little bit about that. I think it's like the, the, the trust that people people have on you. Um, that that African saying that says that alone you will go fast, together you will go far. Um, I was referring to my husband. Um, he, it's the entrepreneurial journey is not easy, especially when you're by yourself, when you work from home. This is why I often go to Digital Greenhouse to be um, surrounded by other entrepreneurs because you can like um, easily feel um, lonely. And it's like, you know, always so um, helpful to have people around you who believe in you, who believe in your ideas and your goal to um, make things better. And, and do you have anybody else in your team? You know, you talked about being on your own. Is, is, is there potential for growth at some point? Well, um, yes. So I, I, I work by myself in this business. My husband helps me uh, every now and then. Um, but yes, hopefully I will get like a bigger team in a few months. And will that be locally in Guernsey? Are you looking to expand here? Um, so I was looking for, because I, I as I said, I'm an accountant. So um, all the marketing stuff was very... Um, complicated for me um, but I found um, local uh, marketing agencies um, so I'll probably work with them. Obviously the accounting side you don't need to do that do you? <laughs> what about the fulfillment of the orders? How, do, how does that take place practically when you're on your own? Well, I have to uh, manage everything from uh, preparing the order, uh, the packaging, the shipping. But it's, I think, like, yeah, it's, it's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. You have to do everything. You have to learn. Even if you don't know how to do that, well, you will spend hours uh, to just, you know, understand the process. And uh, it can be exhausting, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's great to just learn. And it is actually a learning curve, isn't it? When you're on your own growing a business, um, you may have your predictions, and particularly with your accountancy background, you've probably got your your, your forecasts all down to the last penny, I would suspect. But um, but there are certain things that you can't um, anticipate. And and for example, you know, uh, the global situation at the moment with the war in Ukraine and and prices escalating. As an entrepreneur, how are you dealing with those? sort of things that are being thrown at you that are outside your control? Well, uh, to be honest with you, um, one month ago when all this, you know, the, the this, everything, knowing that the war is happening right now in the world um, and all of, all of these things happening in the world, one month ago I was like feeling very down. It was just too overwhelming for me and I was like, 
I, I didn't even know if I, if I was on the right path because I wanted to help uh, my community back in Madagascar. But um, knowing that the world is going crazy, I was like, am I on the good path? Should I do something else? Should I find another way to help them? So it, it can be very um, challenging. And I had to take um, almost one month off just to... It wasn't a burnout. It was more like reconsider myself and, and 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 understand again why I'm doing this. So as you said, um, the economy is not you know that great, and um, it's not always you know um, easy to see the reality versus the all the forecasts that you have been doing for months. Um, so I had to stop and um, just take my time and understand why, um, why I was doing this business. And at the end of the day, it's all about helping my community. So maybe for now, I'm helping them through Suava, but maybe, I don't know, in a few um, years, Suava, Suava will still help Madagascar, but maybe in, a ch- in, a, in another way, like a charity or an NGO or... So, yeah. You started your business, Suava, right in the middle of the COVID crisis, didn't you? Because I knew that the, the, the company was registered. I knew that um, I had all my, um, my, my, my forecast ready, my website ready, because it's an online website. So I just wanted to, um, to make things happen as soon as possible, even though, yeah, the, the, the pandemic, the, the second lockdown wasn't the the best case scenario to start a business. I just wanted to make things happen. So I worked with um, 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 freelancers uh, in Madagascar. And I also do that with the um, all the, the, the photography part, for example, uh, to shoot the products and to have all these content online. I work with um, freelancers in Madagascar because it's also another way to help the economy in Madagascar. So it's all the way through, isn't it? It literally is from start to finish, a Madagascan product. When's your next trip back there? Are you heading off to source some new things soon? Yes, so recently um, recently we added the, the chocolate, the chocolate products on the, the, the website. Um, so I work with the, I mean the only um, finest chocolatier of Madagascar um, and I'm planning also to bring more um, other like new products the business. That was Madhvi Harshad from online boutique Suava. As we continue with the series, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we've heard, what it's like starting a business in Guernsey, and any questions you have for the local entrepreneurs who are already working hard to turn their business dreams into reality. Get in touch. We're on Twitter at gpressbusiness, or you can email me on aulenkamp at guernseypress.com. Till next time.